Hello. I'd like to talk to you tonight about a minority group of people who have no mental or physical handicaps and who, through no fault of their own, have never been deprived and consequently are forced to live in conditions of extreme luxury. This often ignored minority is very rarely brought to the attention of the general public. The average man in the street scarcely gives a second thought to these extremely well-off people. He quite simply fails to appreciate the pressures that vast quantities of money just do not bring. Have you at home ever had to cope with this problem? Or this? I know it's only human to say, oh, this will never happen to me. And of course, it won't. I'm asking you, please, please, send no contributions, however large, to me. How do you feel about talking to a computer? <laughs> you do have a tendency, especially with this computer, that you do listen to all the time to regard it as your friend as well as a computer, which I don't know is good or bad, but it happens all the same. <laughs> so you never have a chance to get lonely and wish there was somebody you could throw your coffee cup at or something like that? No, no. And one tries hard not to throw a coffee cup at the computer because all the circuits will blow. <laughs> This is Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. You're listening right now to Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. Improvised sound collage. Live improvised collage of sound. Sounds like... Hello. Thank you. Going on. Going, go, going, going, and going, and going. Happening now. Continuing for two more hours happening now and continuing for two more hours. Thank you. Across the Harlem River and down along the Brooklyn shoreline. Down the 
Sandy Surround at Manhattan Island. A turtle named Matt. And this one on the bottom, this plain little turtle, looked up and he said, The United States Police Force, like an army, is The king of the turtles barked back. I'm king, and you're only a turtle named Mac. You stay down in your place while I sit here and rule. I'm king of a cow, and I'm king of a mule. I'm king of a house, and a bush, and a cat. But that isn't all. I'll do better than that. My throne shall be higher. His royal voice thundered. So pile up more turtles. I want about 500 turtles! More turtles! He bellowed and prayed. And the turtles way down in the pond were afraid. They trembled. They shook. But they came. They obeyed. From all over the pond, they came swimming by dozens, whole families of turtles with uncles and cousins. And all of them stepped on the head of poor Mac. And one after another, they climbed up the stack. And they piled up so high, their shells creaked and they bent. But old Yertle yelled, Fire! So, fire they went. And now Yertle the turtle was perched up so high, he could see 40 miles from his throne in the sky. Hooray! shouted Yertle. I'm king of the trees. I'm king of the birds. And I'm king of the bees. presents our spectacular festival pageant of nighttime magic and imagination in thousands of sparkling lights and electro-symphomagnetic musical sounds. The Mainstream Electrical Parade!
You summon all your rage, you hurl yourself at it, and nothing happens. The whole secret of power is to make it unresponsive. The more arbitrary it is, the more cruel and irrational, the more we respect it, the more we love it. I must confess, I find it difficult to believe in a disease of machinery. We aren't dealing with ordinary machines here. These are highly complicated pieces of equipment, almost as complicated as living organisms. In some cases, they've been designed by other computers. We don't know exactly how they work. What's the Drexel? Please shut up! I'm trying to come clean, okay? I've been a calm girl for exactly four days, and you're my third customer. I want you to know that I'm not damaged goods. I'm not what they call Florida white trash. I'm a really good person. And when it comes to relationships, I'm 100%. I'm 100% monogamous. You stay with one guy? Exactly. If I'm with you, then I'm with you, and I don't want anybody else. Now, I gotta tell you something else. When 
you said last night was one of the best times you ever had. Did you mean physically? Oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the whole night. I mean, I, I never had as much fun with the girls I had with you my whole life. <laughs> it's true. I, you like Elvis, you like, you like Janice, you like uh, Kung Fu movies, you like the Partridge Family. <laughs> Actually, I don't like the Partridge family. That was part of the act. Clarence. And I feel really goofy saying this after only knowing you one night. And me being a call girl and all. But I think I love you. Wait a second. Look, I'm trying to keep this whole thing in perspective. I mean, you just said you love me. Now, if I say I love you and just throw caution in the wind and let the chips fall where they may, and you're lying to me, I'm gonna die. I'm not lying to you. And I swear from this moment forth, I'll never lie to you again. much left to do. It comes out all different ways. This, this live sound collage, it's risky. You are taking a risk. By listening, by staying, there is no plan. Is there, a, is there a consciousness, a mission? In the things that we do, do we intend in everything that we do? Do we intend something? Is there something underneath, behind, within, everything? If there is, or do we know it? Is it? Can we avoid having it? Do we always have it? Can we be more and less conscious at different times and are there different effects? I'm experimenting. I'd like to find out some things. I'm finding out by doing. Try not to stop and think too much. It's a new thing, a new experience. called Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. I'm not going to be able to keep up with putting information on the playlist. In fact, I'm not going to put anything on the playlist, but afterwards, later, sometime, I'll figure out what happened, because I don't know until it happens, and then I can't stop and do this thing about typing, but I'll do that later. There's a webpage. Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza webpage. It's called lastever.org. It's also going to wind up right here on the WTJU webpage, wtju.net, but later. But by the time you're listening to this, it could be later because they're archived. The archives, they appear. They appear here. They're archived. You might be listening to an archive going back years, 20, 17, 19, 15. I'm going to say 17. I'm going to say it's been 17 years of Ken's Last Every Extravaganza. If you listen, I'd like to hear about it. Please send me a note. Drop a line. 
write a postcard, send it, email it, Ken, send it to Ken at lastever.org. I think you can call here too, you can call right now. What's the phone number? What's the phone number? I don't remember. But it might be 434 434-924-3959. I can't put you on the air. That's disappointing. But soon, eventually, I'm gonna work that out because that's part of that's part of everything. This is part of everything. Next week, next week, see we take turns. Next week will be Hep Imp. He'll be back. It'll be back. We'll be back. This is here every other week. Yes. So, so much left to do. somehow and they were all still struggling way down below.
could your roses ever compare with those at the gardens at Versailles or the White House? Probably not. Then why bother to even try? Or maybe you think you should write a letter of sympathy to someone who's lost a parent. Well, for one thing, the world revolves around you, not anyone else. But also, and this is very important, your note might not be as good as Shakespeare could have crafted it. So why do it at all? This one is a jewel. Just tell yourself before you buy a computer that you simply have to have the best buy on the internet. And watch, you won't end up purchasing anything at all. If you're going to get a new car, you have to get the best bargain anyone has ever gotten in the history of car buying. Otherwise, you ain't plunking down that check. If you plan to write a paper, make sure it's going to be the best one since the Gettysburg Address. But you know it won't be that good, so why not just blow it off? You get the picture, you genius you. If you handle your life in this way, you'll soon do nothing at all unless it's perfect. And since that might turn out to be the case, well, next thing you know, you will simply again do zero. Especially with this computer that you do listen to all the time to regard it as your friend as well as a computer, which I don't know is good or bad, but it happens all the What's same. The secret, What's the secret, Max? What's the secret, Max? I looked at it and it wasn't any good and it scared the hell out of me and I didn't know what What's to say. Secret, I mean, you're brilliant, you do great work and this was really bad. <laughs> Thank you very much. I didn't know it could happen. What's the secret? You always make everything come out right no matter what it is. You make it look so easy. Easy? Easy? It's torture. I mean, I use my work What's the process. Secret, I'm brilliant. I'm the worst. I'm brilliant. I'm slime. I come home, tell me I'm brilliant. I almost believe you. I make it through What's another day. I looked at it and it wasn't any good and it scared the hell out of me and I... What's the secret, Max? Specifically in our two... No. 
tell you the truth. What's the secret? No secret. To tell you the truth, when I feel I'm teaching well, when I'm making myself clear, when I'm actually encouraging a student to think specifically and articulate more appropriately, when I feel this, What's I'm the usually thinking of you. Does that embarrass you? A little. When I'm reading something secret, that really Maggie? excites me, for instance, I want desperately to share it with someone. It's you I want to share it with. Why me? It's complicated. No, it's not. It's not? It's because you think I'm pretty. Perhaps. I'm sorry. It doesn't change the fact that I care for you. You hardly know me. That's true, I hardly know anyone. But I know what I feel, What's even if I don't know why. Would you like me to tell you something about myself? If you want to. I appreciate being taken seriously, but I'm always concerned that I'm not sufficiently serious. I know that men look at me and they think I'm all What's right. What's the secret, Max? But I think it's contemptuous to utilize that fact in order to achieve something. But What's if I secret, had to, Max? I'm afraid I might. And that bothers me. An operator pressed What's the wrong the secret, button. What's the secret, Max? Okay. Okay, picture this. A stupid politician. Uh, What's the secret, Max? Crackpot designer and a, a goofball police captain fall in love with a pile of electronic junk called mobile data What's terminal. the secret, Max? When it burps, they light candles and sing hymns. <laughs> and this machine screws up. What's the secret, Max? The captain can't afford to admit and make mistakes. So what does he do? I don't know. He blames the men. Typical paper pusher. He's doing something weird, nobody knows what it is. He blames the man. I'm very curious and I'm afraid of seeming gullible, so I'm argumentative What's more than secret, I think right? I should be. My. What's the secret, Max? The secret? That bothers me. What's the secret, Max? 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 The secret? Yeah. What's the secret, Max? The secret? What's the secret, Max?
secret, Max. I'm very curious and I'm afraid of seeming gullible, so I'm argumentative more than I think I should be. What's the secret? Why did you lie and tell your roommate you were out with someone else? People knew we were out together, they would say I was sleeping with you in order to get a better grade. What's the secret, Max? But we're not. Not what? Sleeping together. What's the secret, Max? Secret. Not yet, anyway. What's the secret? What's the secret, Max? The secret? Yeah, well, you seem to have it pretty figured out. What's the secret, Max? The secret? What's the secret, Max? The secret? Yeah, well, you seem to have it pretty figured out. What's the secret, Max? What's the secret, Max? The secret? Yeah, well, you seem to have it pretty figured out. What's the secret, Max? What's the secret, Max? What's the secret, Max? The secret? What's the secret, Max? What's the secret, Max?
have problems. Oh, I have problems. You know everything everybody ever tells you to do that is a problem. on the couch and invite people into my problems. Did I? So what's wrong?
find the number 216 in the world, you will be able to find it everywhere. 216 steps from your street corner to your front door. 216 seconds you spend riding on the elevator. 320, 450, 22, whatever. When, when your mind becomes obsessed with any day, when, when your mind becomes obsessed with any day, when, when your mind becomes obsessed with anything, you will filter everything else out and find that thing everywhere. you in on a little secret. Every day, once a day, give yourself a present. Don't plan it. Don't wait for it. Just let it happen.
I never know if it's working, how it is, what it is. Even though isn't, there isn't really a knowing, something must be making sense. Right before I started thinking that I didn't know if it was working, I realized, well, I'm realizing now, I wasn't thinking then. I wasn't thinking anything. Everything was fine. As soon as you start thinking, up comes the idea, the judgment, the other possibilities, collages, collages in my head of the people. Sometimes the people are me. People have reason not to like things. Practice and habits, models, examples. We learn from, we learn from what we're around. We're not all around the same things at the same time. I like to keep those things varied. It's nice to be, to use care in deciding what you'll be around, what you'll see, so that there are variances and possibilities in what you can be. I said before, I'd like to tell you the little bits of things. What, is, what are the things being used? I'll come up with it later. You could send me email to ask for a reminder. Send email to ken at lastever.org for Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. I can send you a note when I've when I figured out when I figured out what it was, and you can then look at the list and figure out what it was, what it is. If you don't like this one, but you have some suspicion you'd like a different one, you could go back on lastever.org backwards and hear things that happen in different moments, different ways. If you want to stay in this same same universe. I think next time, it's going to be next time in two weeks, whatever two weeks from now is, two weeks from right now, two weeks from when I'm saying this, if you're here, if you're here in the East Coast, if you're in Virginia, elsewhere here, it'll be the morning, the early morning of July 5th, one to three in the morning. I think the phone calls, I'm going to air phone calls. I'll find a way. There will be a way. I'll give out a phone number. You can call it. You'll be on the show while it's happening. Because just me. there's more needed.
TJU Charlottesville, the sound choice in Central Virginia. I'm very beautiful. Do you think I'm very beautiful? somehow more like me. My mouth, my eyes, the way I wear my hair. Will you? Will you be like that, you think? It's the nature of things, you know. Regret.
Schubert, Schubert and Mogwai. as a victim of America's so-called democracy. You and I have never seen democracy. All we've seen is hypocrisy. When we open our eyes today and look around America, we see America not through the eyes of someone who, have, who has enjoyed the fruits of Americanism. We see America through the eyes of someone who has been the victim of Americanism. We don't see any American dream. There was two kinds of slaves. Only the there American was the house nightmare. We haven't benefited from America's democracy. We've only suffered from America's hypocrisy. And the generation that's coming up now can see it. And I'm not afraid to say it. If you go to jail, so what? If you blame you were born in jail. Black, you were born in jail. In the north as well as the south. Stop talking about the south. Long as you south of the long as you south of the Canadian border, you're south. There was two kinds of slaves. There was the house negro and the field negro. The house negro, they lived in the house with master. They dressed pretty good. They ate good, because they ate his food. But he left. They lived in the attic or the basement. But still they lived near their master. And they loved their master more than the master loved himself. They would, they would give their life to save their master's house quicker than the master would. The house negro, if the master said, we got a good house here, the house negro said, yeah, we got a good house here. Whenever the master said we, he said we. That's how you can tell a house negro. If the master's if the master's house caught on fire, 
the house Negro would fight harder to put the blaze out than the master would. If the master got sick, the house Negro would say, what's the matter, boss? We sick. We sick. He identified himself with his master more than his master identified with himself. And if he came to the house Negro and said, Let's run away. Let's escape. Let's separate. The House Negro would look at you and say, Man, you crazy. This selection is made from the 90 to 180 minutes that may be available. Their powers of choice are broad. They decide what 40 to 50 million Americans will learn of the day's events in the nation and in the world. We cannot measure this power and influence by the traditional democratic standards, for these men can create national issues overnight. They can make or break by their coverage and commentary, a moratorium on the war. They can elevate men from obscurity to national prominence within a week. They can reward some politicians with national exposure and ignore others. For millions of Americans, the network reporter who covers a continuing issue, like the ABM or civil rights, becomes in effect the presiding judge in a national trial by jury. It must be recognized that the networks have made important contributions to the national knowledge. Through news, documentaries, and specials, they have often used their power constructively and creatively to awaken the public conscience to critical problems. The networks made hunger and black lung disease national issues overnight. The TV networks have done what no other medium could have done in terms of dramatizing the horrors of war. The networks have tackled our most difficult social problems with a directness and an immediacy that's the gift of their media. They focused the nation's attention on its environmental abuses, on pollution in the Great Lakes, and the threatened ecology of the Everglades. But it was also the networks that elevated Stokely Carmichael and George Lincoln Rockwell from obscurity to national prominence, nor is their power confined to the substance. A raised eyebrow, an inflection of the voice, a caustic remark dropped in the middle of a broadcast can raise doubts in a million minds about the veracity of a public official or the wisdom of a government policy. One federal communications commissioner considers the powers of the networks equal to that of local, state, and federal governments all combined. Certainly, it represents a concentration of power over American public opinion unknown in history. The American people would rightly not tolerate this concentration of power in government. Is it not fair and relevant to question its concentration in the hands of a tiny, enclosed fraternity of privileged men elected by no one and enjoying a monopoly sanctioned and licensed by government? The views of a majority of this fraternity do not, and I repeat, not represent the views of America. It is clear that the true problem of our nation 
are much deeper, deeper than gasoline lines or energy shortages, deeper even than inflation or recession. We can't go on consuming 40% more energy than we produce. I have been reminded again that all the legislation in the world can't fix what's wrong with America. The threat is nearly invisible in ordinary ways. It is a crisis of confidence. We can see this crisis in the growing doubt about the meaning of our own lives and in the loss of a unity of purpose for our nation. The erosion of our confidence in the future is threatening to destroy the social and the political fabric of America. Our people are losing that faith, not only in government itself, but in the ability as citizens to serve as the ultimate rulers and shapers of our democracy. But just as we're losing our confidence in the future, we're also beginning to close the door on our past. In a nation that was proud of hard work, strong families, close-knit communities, too many of us now tend to worship self-indulgence and consumption. Human identity is no longer defined by what one does, but by what one owns. But we've discovered that owning things and consuming things does not satisfy our longing for meaning. We've learned that piling up material goods cannot fill the emptiness of life which have no confidence or purpose. For the first time in the history of our country, a majority of our people believe that the next five years will be worse than the past five years. The productivity of American workers is actually dropping. And the willingness of Americans to save for the future has fallen below that of all other people in the Western world. As you know, there is a growing disrespect for government and for churches and for schools, the news media and other institutions. This is not a message of happiness or reassurance, but it is the truth and it is a warning. These changes did not happen overnight. They've come upon us gradually over the last generation. Years that were filled with shocks and tragedy. We were taught that our armies were always invincible and our causes were always just. Only to suffer the agony of Vietnam. We respected the presidency as a place of honor. We remember when the phrase, sound as a dollar, was an expression of absolute dependability. 
until 10 years of inflation began to shrink our dollar and our savings. We believed that our nation's resources were limitless until 1973, when we had to face a growing dependence on foreign oil. These wounds are still very deep. They have never been healed. Looking for a way out of this crisis, our people have turned to the federal government and found it isolated from the mainstream of our nation's life. Washington, D.C. has become an island. The gap between our citizens and our government has never been so wide. WTJ. People are looking for honest answers, not easy answers. Clear leadership, not false claims and evasiveness and politics as usual. What you see too often in Washington and elsewhere around the country is a system of government that seems incapable of action. What can we do? First of all, we must face the truth. And then we can change our course. We simply must have faith in each other. Faith in our ability to govern ourselves. And faith in the future of this nation. The strength we need will not come from the White House, but from every house in America. Hey, there's this. WTJU is making some changes. <sighs> what happens now? Well, I don't know what happens now. It's this sort of magic. It's like a magical length of time for doing shows, doing this show. Years ago, I decided that magical length was 90 minutes. It's been about 84 minutes. 84 minutes of Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. Things pieces, bits, happening, people, places, music, making something else, making something from it, being, being with it, being it. I have this tendency after the shows are over to go listen to the shows that have been recorded. You can, you can hear the show after it's over. On the Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza webpage. But it takes me a while. I'm, I fall behind. You can hear it much sooner on the WTJU. WTJU.net webpage. If you hunt around, look for the link that says Tape Vault. You might find it. Looking for Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. You might find it. 
I might find this. I could actually, I could fill the rest of the time, I could fill the remaining 35 minutes by back announcing. It's tempting. But I don't have it organized quite in that way. It's not so, not so easy. I know there were a few things. I could just now announce. This is, um, this is a piece of Modest Mouse, Sleepwalking. Just one little part. It's backwards and there's a, a chorus of whales. Um, not sure where that originally came from. And that was, that's the now announce. If there were three channels, I could do it throughout the show. But I will post a playlist eventually online, on the webpage, on this webpage and that webpage, the one I'm pointing to right now, and this other one I'm pointing to over here. So, again, I do appreciate feedback. I like hearing from people. It was a nice, uh, a nice mix last last time, two weeks ago. Well, I'm actually, I don't want to hear this loop anymore. It has a sort of unpleasant quality. So. Last time there was a nice mix, a good mix. It's mixing, mixing is just what I like. I like to mix things and I had a mix of reactions. A mix of loving reactions and not so loving reactions. Something, something unpleasant for someone. Too many public service announcements. That's what the feedback was. Too many public service announcements. They didn't want to know so much about being a dad. But if you want to go back, if you're one of those people who really likes those public service announcements, there was a show um, 14 years ago. If you go back on the Ken's Last Ever Extravaganza webpage, 1998, I think it was called dads or being a dad or smoking that's what it's called it's called smoking isn't it about dads there's a lot it's all public service announcements so it's there for you from now on i won't play more public service announcements than necessary because i can just refer you back to that one they're all in there all of them okay something else now i'll make something something else for 30 more minutes until in this time zone three in the morning and then that's it thank you
I'm outraged. I'm outraged about many things that I've read about myself, that people have said. They've affected me deeply. Now I'm going to talk back. I'm going to talk in my own words and tell the truth, so here goes. If I sound like the lady does protest too much, don't get the idea that by telling my story and I have a right to, don't think that comes from anything but having been treated and treated badly, written about in a shocking manner, smeared, scandalized, and I'm sick of it. I've come to a time in my life when I don't want it anymore, and I can't rise above it. I can't rise above the scandalous, obscene lies that have been the so-called printed word. And I can't rise above the gossip mongers that have... Well, all of it is... affected my children, my health, and my work. By writing the truth, perhaps the effects will not be so painful to my family and to me. First of all, I don't understand. You know. I don't understand why I've been the victim. Now listen to me, this is Worker speaking. Hello. Hello, how are you? Steve Mignan's question. Uh, uh, fine, thanks, no, no. Read me Dr. Memory. Amrand is not sure I understand you fully. Could you state that as a question, please? Read me, Dr. Memory? Sistat, direct readout, uptime 9.019 hours, hey, man, seconds. Halifax shuffle time, less than 1% of freight train. Log five, five jobs, two detached. Minimum entry, gate one, totally balanced national net. Three, a four, a five, a six, boxcar. Gate to close. Okay, all right, that, you're doing fine, but... but this is a flip-flop, Springhead. Flip-flop? Right. Now, I'm going to ask you a question that you won't be able to answer. Yeah, I'm not sure I understand you fully. Log out, run I would off, say the last memory. Thing. A, the system is less when energetic the bed, if domains of opposite direction alternate. NBM read, MacNam, PNP read, MacNam, password, MacNam, Resource illegal entry. Try again. Open your gate, Doctor. I'm so frustrated with that feeling. It's just really in thinking. Then, like, feeling like, what if other people die? What if Diane dies? What if my mother dies? How that would feel? Man. 
thinking already how it feels when he died. And how real that makes the idea. Memory. What happens? Something is over. It wasn't like this, one of those shocks years ago more often. It was like, no, this is the way it is here. And as soon as I woke up, I was like, yeah, he's actually dead here. Um, I felt okay. I kept, these are the two existences. It's completely fine. And, uh, so I realized that instantly upon waking, and it was okay, I was smiling, I was disappointed, I'm reconciling, and much better feeling than when I, when I went to sleep with because I'm seeing different, uh, it's all present, and it's all okay. Everything that is is okay, you don't need to cling on to what there is. While it's here, but don't worry about holding it, storing it for later, or going back over what it was. You, there is just what there is. We're all alive, we're not, while we are, we're not. And it's fine, everything just exists. Like the original people just out in the land, like the animals, like everyone. It just is, and they don't worry about it. Thank you. When they feel love, they express it. picture which in large measure exonerates the demonstrators and protesters. The film of provocations of police that was available never saw the light of day, while the film of the police response which the protesters provoked was shown to millions. Gresham's law seems to be operating in the network news. Bad news drives out good news. The irrational is more controversial than the rational. Concurrence can no longer compete with dissent. One minute of Eldridge Cleaver is worth ten minutes of Roy Wilkins. The labor crisis settled at the negotiating table is nothing compared to the confrontation that results in a strike, or better yet, violence along the picket line. Normality has become the nemesis of the network. Now the upshot of all this controversy is that a narrow and distorted picture of America often emerges from the televised news. It's 
single dramatic piece of the mosaic becomes in the minds of millions the entire picture. The American who relies upon television for his news might conclude that the majority of American students are embittered radicals, that the majority of black Americans feel no regard for their country, that violence and lawlessness are the rule rather than the exception on the American campus. We know that none of these conclusions is true. Perhaps the place to start where a credibility gap nice is not in the offices of the government in Washington, but in the studios of the networks in New York. Happen, happen. Um, not unless it wants to happen. I have, a, I have a feeling that it's okay if it doesn't. I understand that whatever you're doing is great. Like if you're eating, or if you're talking, or if you're um, making out, or if you're walking away, or if you're washing your hands, whatever, it's all good. Um, if you want to clap, that's fine too. But I've always felt it might be nice um, to experience, to, to convey that I don't feel it's necessary because so much has come into making the evening here. Um, Lindsay expressed a desire to have this happen and then Paul typed to me and invited me and everybody who's here came here from where they came from. And the Mercury Cafe exists and they make wonderful food and we're all doing something here. Um, so thanks for coming to listen to songs. Thanks for coming just to be here. Thank you. 
one, it was a radiant eruption of democracy. But I think that was it, fellas. That sort of thing is not likely to happen again. Because at the bottom of all our terrified souls, we know that democracy is a dying giant, a sick, sick, dying, decaying political concept writhing in its final pain. I don't mean that the United States is finished as a world power. The United States is the richest, the most powerful, the most advanced country in the world, light years ahead of any other country. And I don't mean the communists are going to take over the world because the communists are deader than we are. What is finished? The idea that this great country dedicated to the freedom and flourishing of every individual in it. It's the individual that's finished. It's the single solitary human being that's finished. It's every single one of you out there. It's every single one of you out there. It's every single one of you out there. Every single one of you out there. It's every single one of you out there. It's every single one of you out there. Because this is no longer a nation of independent individuals. It's a nation of some 200 odd million transistorized, deodorized, whiter than white steel belted bodies, totally unnecessary as human beings, and as replaceable as piston rods. What do you mean, separate? Where is there a better house than this? Where can I wear better clothes than this? Where can I eat better food than this? That was that house Negro. In those days, he was called a house nigger. And that's what we call him today because we still got some house niggers running around here.
transitions, conclusions, gateways, blends. The story as I've heard it is transitions was that's how it all started. It's wrapping up, it's coming, it's here, the finishes, all the finishes will combine, they will meet, collide, and then we'll be done. Everything is scheduled and structured, everything except the entire show. But the fact that it ends, when it ends, is a given. It's given to me, I'm giving this to you, 10 minutes, there it is, the 10 minutes left, 10 minutes left in this, this has been Ken's last ever radio extravaganza, 17 years, 18 years, what is it, can't do the math, the math, the math, I'm gonna look at the, uh, Ken's last ever radio extravaganza, it is 18, 18 years, worth of archives or so you can listen to them on the webpage at lastever.org you can listen to the archive of this almost immediately and all the other shows that you hear here on this station on wtju.net other shows happen at other times they're happening all the time the show coming up in nine minutes it's not live it's the opposite of live. It's recorded. It's not even here. It comes from far away. This is right here. Come be here. One last time I ask, if you listened, if you're listening now, if it's listening later, if you hear this, if you've gotten this far, please send me a note. Let me know that you've listened. I see statistics. So many people listen. I hear from not so many of them compared to how many there are. Send a note. Send email. Ken at lastever.org or through the webpage there at lastever.org. I'll be back on again in two weeks, the early morning of July 5th. Goodbye. What's the secret, Max? The secret? Yeah, well, you seem to have it pretty figured out. Secret, I don't know. I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. What's the secret, Max? The secret? Yeah, well, you seem to have it pretty figured out. Tell me, how do you feel about talking to a computer? You do have a tendency, especially with this computer, that you do listen to all the time to regard it as your friend as well as a computer, which I don't know is good or bad, but it happens all the same. What's the secret, Max? The secret? Yeah, well, you seem to have it pretty figured out. Secret, I don't know. I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life.
think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life.
secret, actually. Yeah. Secret. Yeah, well, it's pretty figured out. You gotta find something you love to do and then move for the rest of your life.